bottle on the hips Hey Naturally Glam fam, it's your girl Jana, and this is Naturally Glam the Podcast. For many bloggers and influencers, working with brands is a major goal, whether it's getting free products to try when you're first starting out or actually creating campaigns for coins. In this episode, I share with you three things that will set you up for more success when partnering with brands. So there's three major things that I think are really important when you as a blogger or an influencer really want to start working with brands or even reaching out to brands or have them reaching out to you in order to work on campaigns. Or even when you're first starting out, just getting people to even know that you're out there to even send you free products to try. First up is really understanding the numbers. And we use the word numbers a lot in the blogging community. When you think about numbers, we're just talking about, you know, how many followers you have, you know, whether it be on your blog, your YouTube channel, on your social media networks. As a whole, we just call that your numbers. So it's really about understanding the numbers because there's a lot of people that make up that those numbers. Some may be in your target audience. Some may not be in your target audience. Really, they're just following for whatever reason. They hit that follow button and they're just there. So you really need to know not just how many people are in your tribe per se, but actually how many people are really engaged with you how many people are in your target audience because that's what brands really want brands don't just want access to your audience right well they do but they don't what they really want is access to the people in your audience that are really engaged with you that also match their target audience now there's a few things that make up a target audience in general, things like sex. Are they a male? Are they female? Their age, their location sometimes is a part of a target audience, what makes up a brand's target audience. And then most importantly is like the person's interest. You know, what are they interested in? Are they interested in the product or service that the brand is trying to sell? Because guess what? Nine times out of 10, if it's not something that you're interested in or something that you're in need of, you're not really going to buy it. Even if you think the brand campaign is awesome. Like, I don't care how many times I see a really funny Geico commercial. I have my insurance company already, so I'm not really interested or in need of car insurance. So what you really want to do is really understand who makes up your actual audience, the people that are already following you, who make them up. And a great way to do that is using the analytics in your social media accounts and on your blog. You can use Google Analytics. It's a great tool to understand who actually makes up your audience and it will show you, um, you know, is it male or female? What, what location they're in? Down to the city. It can show you like age ranges. It can also show you 
um, their interests, like what things are people searching for when they come to your site. Even with Instagram now, if you switch your account to a business account, you're able to see those types of analytics and you're able to tell who on your Instagram following are male and female. I think it has age ranges. It also has demographics for sure. Those are great tools that you can use to make sure you understand who is in your audience. And then you can know how to engage better with them because you kind of know who makes um, them up. Now, when it comes to understanding your audience, you also want to be more engaged with your audience. And the best way to increase engagement from your audience is to actually be engaged. What that means is being present and being consistent. I use this example a lot. If If you're invited to a friend's house for dinner and you go and there's no one home, that might fly the first time. But if they're constantly inviting you out and then canceling or not showing up, eventually you're going to just not take them seriously. You're not going to continue to to deal with them. And it's the same way with your audience. If you are saying that you have this brand, you know, you're a blogger, you're an influencer, people are looking for content from you because that's what bloggers and influencers do. We create content that our audience is interested in. So if you are saying you're going to create content, but there's never content or the content is very inconsistent, then you're going to lose engagement. You're going to, people may not unfollow you, but they're not going to engage with you, right? The other thing to do is to just be more engaged on your end. So if someone does leave a comment on your feed or your blog, respond to the comment. It could be something as simple as just saying thank you, just people knowing that you responded, that you saw their comment and that you're you're engaging with them is a plus. Also, you want to comment on other people's content as well. Just because, you know, pay it forward, <laughs> but also that can create engagement that may not have been there otherwise. If you go to a blog and you leave a comment that's really meaningful, nine times out of 10, that content creator is also looking to engage. So they see your comment, nine times out of 10, they may respond as well and they may check out your content. Now you've earned another a reader, another follower that, that is engaged and that's now part of your audience. Same thing with social media, it works the same way. If you see people's pictures on Instagram, don't just like them. Start commenting on those pictures, even if it's something as simple as, oh, this is a great shot. I really want to try this restaurant, you know, whatever the content might be. Leave a meaningful comment. And I emphasize meaningful because we're all over the Autobot comments. We're all over people saying, oh, I like this. Sub to me and I'll sub to you or follow me and I'll follow you because it doesn't come off as genuine. So you want to leave a genuine, meaningful comment and and not like you're asking for something. Like I gave you something, so give me something. That's not how this works. Don't don't do that. (laughs) The second thing that you really want to look at is being a great storyteller. This is clutch. I saw someone in a group the other day, the person was talking about trying to improve their writing. And the person says, well, if you have a pen and a paper, you're a writer. And yes, that's true, but 
just that's just like singing like everyone can sing like we all have the if you have a voice like you have the ability to sing but that doesn't mean you're a singer it doesn't mean you're good at it it doesn't mean that anyone would pay you to sing or even ask you to sing so you can't approach content creation especially if you're writing a blog Uh, you can't approach it with the idea of well I'm writing so I'm a writer you know, I'm, I'm blogging, so I'm a blogger. You know what I mean? Like you have to approach it in a way where you improve on your storytelling and your writing skills. There's nothing worse than going to a blog post that is poorly written and that is not engaging. It's not interesting. And what makes blog posts or even video, what makes those things engaging, especially when you're trying to weave in a a brand what makes it interesting is your unique perspective your personal story so always add personal stories to the content that is what's really going to help you know when you watch commercials about certain products or services and you see that personal story that's what engages you that's what makes you interested first of all is this you know if, if they overcame something because they used a product or just a funny story about how they were able to use the product. That's what gets you in. You kind of can see yourself maybe in that person. And then you can see how that product or service that the brand is offering can fit into your life. So when you're creating content, think about how you can add your unique perspective and your personal story into the content, even if this is, you know, on social media like Instagram or Facebook. Because people, they need to know you. They need to know you and then they will like you and then they will support you. And that even relates to brands and PR. You know, when they come to your blog and they read about you, they may connect with things and they they get to know you and then they can say, wow, okay, this content creator is our target audience. She is or he is the person that we are trying to contact out in the market. So they would be a great person to market our product because they're talking to people that we're trying to reach because they are the person we're trying to reach. It can also bridge into opportunities that you were not even thinking of. For example, on my blog, I oftentimes will include my dog in my fashion and style post. (laughs) So, you know, if I'm wearing a, a, you know, an outfit, Nunu is nine times out of 10, she's going to be in my photos. Um, Just because usually whenever I go out to take the photos, she's going to be out there. And so it's just a cute addition, you know, to, (laughs) to the personal style post, because I try not to be like super modely and all sexy and sensual and all that, you know, I'm not that girl. So I try to just keep it you know, whatever. So I actually had a brand who was interested in reaching out to an audience that were dog owners. And so they saw my content, they saw my posts, even though I did, don't talk about Nunu specifically and I don't talk about pets specifically, I include her in my content. And so they reached out and they wanted to do a post. And so that worked out. So try to include a little bit about yourself and, and personal stories and your unique perspective in your comment because you never really know what 
brands might be looking for. But when they see who you are as a person and what your interests are and all of those things, they can tap into that. And that might be the connector more so than the content in and of itself. You see what I mean? Last thing is quality content and consistency. Quality content and consistency. It's so key. You have to think about it like this. Your blog, your social media, that is your service. A lot of times bloggers and influencers, they have the mindset that they aren't selling a tangible product or they aren't a consultant or whatever type of service, traditional service. So they're not really selling anything. And that's why they're having a hard time working with brands. They don't see that their content creation is a service that they're offering to the brand. You have to look at your content as a service that you're offering the brand. You're selling to them your ability to influence others to buy what they sell by using your content. So you have to think about it like that. So that means your content has to be on point. You need quality pictures and you need quality content. Like I already talked about being a great storyteller. Like so your your content needs to be of high quality, proofreaded for typos and grammar and all of that unless that is your brand and unless that is intentional. Make sure you're taking quality pictures and it doesn't mean you have to go out and buy a DSLR thousand dollar camera and take photography classes it does mean you need to have really great lighting and you know be mindful of the photos that you take and be intentional about the photos that you're taking and only put the best photos up there have been times when I have been crowd sourcing as I call it looking for people to feature on my blog maybe in a blog post and I say hey uh, you know, I'm looking for people that have on, you know, wearing purple lipstick, women of color wearing purple lipstick. You know, if you would like to be featured, you know, send me a picture. And let me tell you, the pictures that I get sometimes, they are the absolute worst pictures. And I think to myself, wow, if this person is struggling with their brand, with their blog, I can see why. Because this, the picture is horrible. The picture is horrible. So um, if you're going to send that to me and I'm, I'm saying I'm going to feature you on my blog and that's the picture you you selected of all the pictures you have, <laughs> that's the one you picked um, to send to me, then I'm sure that that's what you're, you're putting up to your audience and your audience will be a little bit more forgiving than a brand. And even my, even me, I'm not putting that picture on my blog. I'm not going to put that picture on my blog. And I know everybody has to start from somewhere. And if I go back five years to when I first started blogging, my pictures probably weren't the best quality. You know, but once I recognized that I wanted to work with brands, once I recognized that I was a brand and I wanted to start working with other brands, I started to step my game up. And so you just have to step your game up and do the best. There's so much you can do with a phone. Right. So there's really no excuse for bad photos anymore. Back back when I started five years ago, the camera on your phone was the absolute worst, the absolute worst thing to take pictures with. Now, it's not like that anymore. So even if you have to maybe you can't invest 
several hundred dollars in a DSLR camera that you're going to have to learn how to use. Maybe what you do is you invest a couple hundred dollars in a cell phone that you know has takes great pictures or a point and shoot or whatever. But the pictures and video, like it's so clutch because people are visual and that's how they buy. They buy visual you know, from seeing things. So you really need your pictures to be on point. And the content just needs to be amazing. And then you also need to be consistent. Like I said, consistency is key, not just for engaging with your audience, but also brands want to see a consistency in your content. They don't want to see that you don't post, you know, you post sporadically. They don't want to see that. They want to see somebody that they know is going to be out there and that that is building a relationship with their audience. Because, again, that's what brands are tapping into. They're tapping into your relationship and your ability to influence your audience. And if you're not consistent with the if you're not consistent with the content then you're not consistent with engaging with the audience. And so that might be why there's been times when I have, you know, sat down or talked to brands or PR and they were looking for a blogger. Maybe it wasn't me. And I had to go and check before I recommend the person. And unfortunately, like they hadn't posted a blog post in three or four months. I can't recommend you, even though you are right up that person's alley. I can't recommend you because you don't post consistently. I would not want a brand to go to your page and not see a blog post because they are going to go look. <laughs> they are going to go look. And, um, you know, they want to make sure that you're going to be there, <laughs> that they want to make sure that you're actually going to be there and you're going to actually um, you know, provide the content that they're asking you to provide. So you have to really make sure that your, your um, content and your consistency is top notch. So with these three things, understanding your numbers and how to really engage with your audience, two, being a great storyteller, and three, making sure your content and your consistency is top notch. These three things will really help you when it comes to working with brands. Um, whether you want to pitch brands or whether um, you just want to be out there, brands will find you. Trust me, they will find you. If you're doing these three things um, consistently over a period of time, brands will find you. They will find you. They will want to work with you. They will sprinkle you with free products and or coins for promoting their product or service. So definitely make sure you start incorporating these things when you're creating your content. Thank you so much for listening to Naturally Glam, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a huge favor and rate this podcast. And if you really, 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 really enjoyed it, take a moment and leave a review or just leave a comment down below. If you have more questions about this topic or any topic related to beauty, style, lifestyle, or blogging, feel free to email me at jana at naturally-glam.com or you can tweet me at naturallyglamtv. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Gorgeous. Girl, tell me how you get so gorgeous. Living life like this so gorgeous.